Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Who remembers the BJ and Bill show all those years ago on WOLZ? Well, many have said they missed the show. And guess what? They're back. Welcome to the BJ and Bill podcast. Welcome to BJ and Bill, the podcast, a part of the Podcast Playground Network. This episode 59, baby. We are almost to the big six. Not that that means a thing, because you and I haven't seen 60 in many years, but yes, almost there. So if you would like, we would love if you would stop by wherever you pick up your podcast. You know, whatever corner convenience store you stop in to pick up your podcasts and leave us a five-star review, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Five-star review. We'd love it. You'd appreciate it. Costs you nothing. Just go do it. Just All do right. it, as that sneaker company says. What's Thank up with you, you young man? Uh, not much, really. Uh, just, you know, we went to bed late last night. We've been getting into the habit of going to bed around 10.30. I didn't get to bed right. last night till 11.30, so only an hour out of my um, my comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for an old man like you, I mean, you got to get to bed. You got your sleep is important. Yeah, I'm. I got it. I admit, I'm terrible with that and with getting to bed at a reasonable hour. Like, I'll go to bed at midnight and then read or you know scroll YouTube videos for another hour, and I'll look at the clock and go, "Oh my god, it's one o'clock," and then I'll sleep until nine o'clock or you know, I mean, that's eight hours, but you know, I'll sleep till nine, nine thirty, ten o'clock, and it's like. And as my friends all harp on me, half the day is gone by then. You could be so productive. And I'm like, with what? We've been <laughs> what productive. Be productive? I've, yeah, I've been it's productively time for sleeping. us to relax. That's, I've been productively sleeping. That's right. So anyway, I stayed up late last night and watched the uh, watched the football game. It was exciting. And if if you took the points last night, you're having a great morning because the Buffalo Bills were 18 point favorites over the New York Giants last night, the biggest spread of the season so far. And it was a very close, I'm not going to say super competitive, but it was a it was a pretty darn good game. And and at the end of the night, Buffalo did win it. I mean, but just barely. I mean, 14 to 9. Yes, New York managed to only score three field goals, but it was close. It was close, and it was a pretty darn good game. So there you go. Anyway, if you had, if you took the points, remember that uh, Al, was that Al Michaels or remember the, the old sports machine? He used to yell about that. If you had Buffalo and 14 points, you lose. Yeah, whatever. That was <laughs> really a throwback there. So anyway, if you had, if you had the Giants and the points last night, you're having a good day today. There you go. Not that we would endorse gambling on this show, but you're having a good day. Well, if you bet on the Bucks yesterday, you're not having a good day. No, but you know, and I, don't I thought know. they were. I'll be honest with you, though. I thought this game was going to be more lopsided than it was. Really? It was pretty lopsided. The Detroit Lions, who are having a great year, uh, beat Baker Mayfield, my former Cleveland quarterback, um, 
the you know you know so the Lions beat Buccaneers twenty to six. That's pretty lopsided. You thought it would be worse. Yes. So you are are not on the Baker bandwagon. You're not on the Baker bandwagon at all because they're they're I'm, kind of they're hyping him up a little bit. Oh, he's having such fun. He's really this is the team for him. This is it. And eh. of course, now I have the door wide open. Yes. And I don't know if you hear this in the background, but the garbage truck just dumped all the garbage into the garbage truck. Clump, clump, clump. No. And he's now didn't. at least going down the road. <laughs> we did not hear it. We did not hear it. If I listen to it, if I hear it on the uh, recording later on, I will do a little editing. But no, you're fine. Yeah, I have. And we were talking about that before the show began, that it, it if you're in Florida, if you're in central north central florida like 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 bj odom and i i don't know where you're at this morning uh dear listener but it is a fabulous morning here in north central florida outside my door in exciting gainesville probably 62 63 degrees sunny breezy beautiful gorgeous low humidity i'll take this for the rest of the winter please yeah just before the podcast i looked you know on the weather app said it was 64 so i opened the back uh shutter you know the back Right. rollers you know the, right, the sliders right. and i opened the front door and we got a nice breeze coming through and i'm right here by the front door and i'm thinking huh, it's a little chilly this morning now. look I, here's bill wearing his hoodie here's bill of course bill wears his hoodie almost all the time when he's sitting at the desk but yeah it's just fabulous just it, i mean well here it is it's it's fall it's winter girl you know it's this is we used to say about we used to talk about seasons like that in ohio all the time if you don't like the weather in cleveland just wait 15 minutes it'll It'll change. It'll change a hundred percent. So, but right now outside, fabulous, fabulous. So anyway, yeah, I hope I you guys, wherever you are in the world, are having a great day, weather-wise, football-wise, and all of that. Of course, we don't know what uh, those Cowboys will do tonight because we record this on a Monday. And of course, it drops on a Wednesday. You can go to Spotify, to Apple Podcasts, anywhere you want to, and listen to this here podcast as we uh, drop a new one every Wednesday morning. Yes, tonight. Tonight, as we record this, like you said, Monday Night Football, Dallas Cowboys, and uh, I almost said I almost said San Diego Chargers. Now the Los Angeles Chargers. So there you go. But uh, yeah, I uh, uh, I listened to the sport just to finish the sports thing. Just to, I, my guy on Sports Talk Radio is a guy on Fox. He was on ESPN. Colin Cowherd. I don't know if you've I ever heard him. him. I love him. I love him. And and he had a video last week after the Cowboys' latest loss, and he's like, "Dak Prescott's not that good. Stop arguing with me." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, I got it." So we'll see if he can step up to the plate tonight. So there you go. All right. So how I'll you doing, be, young man? I'll be watching Stephen A. though tomorrow to see if he has his cowboy hat on. Love. How love about Stephen them a. Cowboys? I just love how he just gets gleeful over the way they lose. <laughs> So, saw your Facebook posts. You were down in Fort Myers again this uh, past week for a day or two. How'd that go? Went really well. The wife, actually, my wife went down to see her friend who her husband and her have rented like a little, out, out on Matt Lachey. Okay. They rented a little house. Oh. And uh, they're going to go, oh, I just got corrected, Bokelia. Bokelia. And know, it's still I, I there my... after, the house is still there after the storm? Yeah, and Bokelia didn't look that bad, but as you first okay. went on to Pine Island, right. oh, it was right. bad. It looked there was a lot of devastation as we went on the island. Mm -hmm. But when we uh, got to Bokelia, 
Coquilla. It, it looked, uh, you know, it didn't look too bad. Now, cool. I guess where they were staying, because it was on a canal, because right. they were fishing, that's why they kind of did this, him and some of his friends and some of the, right. you know, some of the wives came. But I guess one of the wives went home because earlier, before all the guys came, they got a timeshare. Oh. They were using a timeshare out on Fort Myers Beach, and he goes, you know, I've got, you know, two or three more days on this timeshare if anybody wants to use it. Oh. And, of course, his wife says, I'm meeting with my girlfriends for a couple of days. We will use it. And so they were out on Fort Myers Beach. My wife, of course, said, not a whole lot out there. You know, not a whole lot of restaurants. No. Not a whole lot of anything yet. You still, you know, go down the boulevard. You see, you know, a lot of uh, these nice big homes with uh, mobile, you know, trailers in front of them. All oh, right, they're, they're being rebuilt in the homes. Right, right, right. So it's still pretty yeah, that's devastated. that's tough, boy. I you go ahead. I was just gonna say it's still pretty devastated, but they did have a good time. Okay. And uh, you hung out with son and grandson, so three generations of Odom men. How'd and that go? Well, put it this way: it was yeah. we were supposed to go on Thursday. We were going to go right? flying because my grandson has a pilot's license now i saw the pictures in on facebook there from the plane yes so we were going to go thursday but something came up so we didn't get to go till friday morning okay um all of a sudden i get a text while we're thank god we were already on the ground because we left really early in the morning we left like around seven o'clock i think we even got up maybe around 6 30 so mm-hmm. just as we were landing, I got a text from the wife saying, oh, my God, are you guys still going up? It's There's thunderstorms in the area. It, it, it's Friday the 13th. And luckily, I could tell her <laughs> we just landed. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, done that, landed safely. Thank you. Yeah. Well, good. But yeah. We were, I was thinking about that Friday the 13th. You had three Odoms, three generations, all in one plane. It's like. Who will be the president if these three die? What is the line of succession? (laughs) (laughs) So, so my question is, my question to you is this, as the, what's the word? Patriarch. There's a good, as the old man of the Odom men, I mean, you know, father, son, grant, are you like imparting your wisdom down the line as things go and I'm smiling as I say that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still getting wisdom from them. No, you are. Okay, good. And that's fine. That's fine. That's. I think that's awesome that that you know three of you like that can can be together and to have quality time together like that. I honestly, I never knew either grandfather on either side of of my family, and but now that I think about it, my I have a nephew who knew. His father, his grandfather. So yeah, that I get that. That that sounds really cool to me. So I don't know. Now I, you know I'm the old man. So we're right. up in the plane. We all have headphones on, with little microphones because that's how you communicate with one another is through the headset and the microphone. So my grandson said, "Well, if you hear me." talking to the tower you know talk whenever you would like but if you hear me talking to the tower please do not talk 
So, you know, he's a new. Oh, that was a little crash there. Um, I guess a little bit too much wind is coming through the house right now. I just closed my door too because the lawnmower guys are showing up. But I don't know what fell. It made a lot of noise. That's all I know, dear. I know. I'll I'll go back and check on that. No worries. (laughs) All right. So anyway, you're you're flying. And yeah, and so, don't talk while he's talking to the tower. Good advice. Good advice. So he's a new pilot, and right. he still hasn't. You know, he the p- instructor wasn't with it. It was a three pla- It was a three seater, three seat plane, single engine. Uh huh. So again, the directions were: do not talk while I'm talking to the tower. Right. So I thought maybe this was an instructor. From, you know, the school on the radio. Okay. You know, kind of quizzing him. Okay. Well, how fast will, are you going? How high are you flying? What's the fastest you've flown? Or what's the fastest you think this plane could go? What's the highest you've been? You're hearing all All these these questions in your ears? Yeah, I'm hearing all these questions. And I'm thinking it's from the tower from the instructor who's back at the school. Right. So I'm zipping it. Right. Then I'm asked a question and I, I really don't understand. I mean, I'm like. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer. He can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything. Now you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. And so, all of a sudden, I hear, Dad, I'm talking to you. Oh, <laughs> I thought he was the one asking all these questions. And I thought it was the tower and the instructor. So that was your your son and grandson were talking, in other words. And you yes. thought, I got it. Okay. Because that would have confused me. I get that. Sure. If somebody you, says, shut up, I'm shutting up. And when you have oh, the sorry. headphones on and, you know, it's it's not like you're hearing them like you normally hear them. I mean, yeah, the voice is somewhat the same, but not really because it's got that mm-hmm. radio sound to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just was quiet and it was those two talking the entire time so did you flew out of page field or page field very cool now here's the bad thing he he had a flight plan we were going to go over fort myers beach you know where the wife was and i'd like to go down to manita yeah but there was really bad storms in that area oh okay so we kind of had to stay around the cape coral area so we kind of circled around cape coral Right. A few times. Right. And the, you could see the lightning, you know, and the storms. And he goes, this is about the only pockets that's clear right now. And the tower has told me that if we get bad weather, I need to go out to LaBelle and park it there until the weather subsides. Oh, 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 to, to land in LaBelle. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, but you didn't have um, to do that. You, you, you Because succeeded. it was raining, I guess, while we were in Cape Coral. You know how uh-huh. weather can change. We were in Cape oh, Coral. Sure. It was, you know, of course, storming on Fort Myers Beach. It was raining at Page Field. So we were kind of flying around, you know, that's when I kind of got 
Well, okay, okay. Because he said, well, if it starts to really storm, we're going to have to head out to LaBelle. And I go, oh, my God, he's a new pilot. He hasn't flown that much. We're going to be in a storm. He has to go to LaBelle and land. Oh, my God, we're all going to die. <laughs> it's not. Come on. Come on, Grandpa. Come on. Okay. You're here with us today, so obviously everything went just fine. And he had a smooth landing. The only thing was, again, the old man. This is a three-seater. Yes. So my son was sitting in the back. I was in the front with my son. I even had a steering wheel. I could have took it off and went in any direction uh, I wanted to. I could have grabbed that steering wheel. I don't think it's time. called a steering wheel, but I don't think it's called a steering wheel, but I don't remember. So go ahead. So getting out of the plane. Yes. My son basically had to pull my butt out of the plane, pick me up, and get me out of the plane. It was like getting a wow. sardine out of the can. The first sardine out of the can. You got to kind of go in there and pull it out. You got to wedge it out of the can. I get it. Yes. So I was a little embarrassed. But you're here with us today, so obviously you survived the ordeal. Not so much of the flying, but as but of the unfolding of yourself out of the airplane. Yeah. And then after we flew... Grandson had to uh, take a test or something because, uh, you, know, you know, that's where the, we flew out of the school and we used one of the school airplanes. Okay. Right. So he had to take a test. So the, you know, this was like, we got back about seven thirty eight o'clock in the morning, early in the right. morning. So right. I suggested we go to Mel's diner. How perfect. Right across the street. Yeah. So we went down to uh, Mel's diner. I asked for manager Bill. And uh, they said, well, he is in um, Bonita today. So he oh. was at the Bonita um, Mel's Diner. She goes, Dude, yeah, he's yeah, not here a whole awesome. lot, but he is here now and again. Uh, and he does a lot right. of the catering for Mel's. Oh, okay. So, yes, he still okay. works for the Mel's oh Diner God. Company Corporation, oh whatever you want to call it. God. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So he had been, I mean, when you and I were there, I'm just trying to do the math on how long he's been there. Cause you and I were doing our stuff. 20 years I mean, ago. We left. I mean, that's when we left the morning show. 25, almost, almost 25 years ago, almost 25 years. Cause no, I mean, cause my, my transplant will be 20 years in March. Oh, okay. And I probably years. left it. I probably were right at the 20 mark. Cause I think I left about, Six months before I had the transplant. Well, I remember. I remember. Obviously, we were there. I remember very obviously we were there on 9-11, 2001. So that was 22 years plus. So had you had the transplant prior to 9-11 or after? No. When did you have the transplant? What year? 9-11. What year? You said that was what year? 9-11-2001, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, by that? I, I, two, yeah. 220, 2003 for the heart. Okay. Transplant. All right. March 9th, 2003. 2003. New heart day. New heart day for BJO. So anyway, long story short, it's been at least 22, 23 years that, that we were friends with manager Bill and the whole chain of people there at Mel's Diner. And now if you hear my lawnmower coming by, it's my lawnmower time. So... He's been there. I mean, and he was 
obviously there for several years before we met him. I mean, and I know that he had some time that he was kind of away from it, but either in one way or another, he's been there for 25 years plus. And that to me just blows my mind how anybody could work a job like that. I mean, I, my dad worked, you know, 25 years, obviously, you know, uh, 40 years with his company, obviously back in the day. But to think that you could be like a manager or a, a person in charge of a, of a restaurant, of a diner like that for 25, 30 years, it blows my mind. It's just, that's, that's insane. It's a, he must really love what he does. Let's put it that way. He must really love what he does. I hope he does. Yeah, I was really hoping that he was there. That would have been that would have been hilarious and cool and awesome. So shout out now, to Manager Bill wherever you are this morning. I don't know if it's the time of the year, and I hate to really say this, but maybe it was just the day because it was, you know, storms were in the area. And, you know, mm -hmm. Mel's Diner is kind of a, an older people establishment, if I could say that maybe. It was very, very, the food was fabulous, like always. The service was fabulous, like always. We got our, actually, we got our food, like, within six minutes, I think, from ordering right. it. I mean, it was quick. And, right. um, but there was not that many people there. It was like, maybe. What time? What time? What is it, uh, 8 o'clock on a Saturday? Talking 7.30 on a, on a Friday. 7.30 on a Saturday morning. Yeah, eight o'clock, seven thirty, eight o'clock. What are you? Are you were expecting a crowd of old people at that time of the morning. They're not even out of bed yet. Well, this well, old guy is not out of bed yet, but. Well, I was expecting. I, I was. I, you could probably, on both hands, I know you could count the amount of people that were there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And that seems low for me at seven thirty in the morning when, you know, people are up and wanting breakfast. But it's a Saturday. It's not no, like it was a Friday. Oh, I'm sorry. Friday, Friday I'm the sorry. 13th. Friday. The, oh, oh, well, there you go. That explains it all, BJ Odom. Nobody wanted to leave the house. They were all in their safe space, in their hurricane room, just in case on Friday the 13th in Fort Myers, Florida. All right. Wow. Don't got no other story for you. Don't got no other other explanation for you. Okay. <laughs> I hope you can't you can't hear the lawnmower in the background, can you? I hope no, not. I can't. No. Just okay, did good. you hear the I crash? Mean, I think that probably you heard. I heard a little bit of it. Yeah. Just yeah, because that was a that was a pretty bit, big crash we had. <laughs> so All right, how was your Mel's Diner, football. What else? Your weekend. It was it was um the uh, lady friend returned from her uh, business trip. She got back. We got together on Sunday, had a lovely day, just kind of, you know, wandered around St. Augustine, did a little shopping, had a little dinner. Yeah, took it easy. I mean, she's still recovering from travels, so it's all it's all good. It's all good. I'm wondering if, Bill Stevens, you might just be an experiment of the federal government. Oh, my goodness. Oh, actually, where's my X-Files theme? We'll find that in a minute. Somebody will put in the X-Files theme on this. I can hear it coming already. So could I just be an experiment? Could I just be like, she's got a file on me? And it's like, here's how we're manipulating this guy. Let's see how it works. Oh, dear. Oh, I'm going to have to ask her that. Of course, I if I she... ask her, she'll just, what would she do? She would admit it? No. Would she would deny it. Oh, honey, that's so funny. Ha, 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 ha. Note to self, he's beginning to suspect something. <laughs> yes. You know, 
I don't know. I'm starting to think beautiful woman falls in love with geeky computer guy. There's got to be something going on here. I I'm 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 starting to worry. I'm starting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not a lot. <laughs> I'm starting to think there might be something here. I don't know. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to have a serious conversation about that. <laughs> Do you uh, really love me, or are you just trying to learn more about how my brain works? Right. Right. <laughs> and she'll. And like I said, like any, like any good, you know. What do they call that nowadays? It's, it's a psyop, right? A psychological operation. Everything's a psyop these days. January sixth, psyop. You know, uh, a certain vaccine that we can't talk about. Psyop. You know, so everything's a, so. Now that's the latest one is manipulating Bill's brain. Yes, which pretty easily manipulated. Got to tell you, it's not. There's not a lot going on in there, so it's not a big deal. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, if gunfire starts and she pushes you to the ground. And she brings out two revolvers and goes to the window and starts firing. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> you might want to run at that point. <laughs> yeah, I would want to run at that point. I would have run. I would have wanted to run 20 minutes before that point. But that's another <laughs> problem entirely. <laughs> All right. So the whole spy thing is, yes, who knows? Who knows what's going on out there? In the, nobody knows. The world is the world. The, the, let's let's put it let's put it succinctly. One of my favorite words. Let's put it briefly and truthfully. The world is a dumpster fire right now. The world is a mess right now, and I don't know what's going on. And hopefully, people smarter than me are figuring it out. But right now, it doesn't look like it. Let's go to a simpler time, Bill Stevens. Mm. Let's go to. January 28th, 1896. Um, uh, Back when Walter so years Arnold. Before my, birth my birthday, 60 years before it happened. Oh, wow. January 28th, my birthday. On that day. Yes. Walter Arnold probably didn't think he was making history when he took his horseless carriage out, quote, automobile. Right. For a little spin. Through the humble English village of Paddock, uh, what is that? Walk, walk on, walk on. I have no idea. I have no idea. But but he made history that day. When was this? Eighteen what? It was at eighteen ninety six. Okay, horseless carriage. He was traveling at an absolutely blinding pace of eight miles per hour. Thank God he'd invented the speedometer as well. So he and then, Yes? I don't know where came a man pedaling a bicycle and caught up to him. <laughs> At that point, he issued the very first speeding ticket of all times. Speeding? <laughs> Wait a minute. Speeding ticket implies there were laws about driving or cars or because you can't have a speeding ticket without a car maybe you could maybe, well, maybe it was they, a car they, because it was a horseless carriage but what i'm saying is is how would you know to give him a speeding ticket if it was the first ever horseless carriage how would you know that it's like hey you can't go that fast and he goes says who 
<laughs> it doesn't no, say I hear, that I hear you. I, in I the know, story. I, 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 I hear your story, and it's a great story. I'm just trying. So that would so to my mind, that assumes that there were already laws in effect about how fast you could drive or ride your bike or ride your horse or something. Because if it's well, the first car, it's not like, oh, we've had a lot of cars and they're all going too fast. So we need speeding tickets and laws. Well, well, the speed limit must have been three miles an hour because you can always go five miles over the speed limit. <laughs> See, and did they have a radar gun in 1897? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> probably, the, probably the cop was there going, dang, that strange looking moving contraption looks like it's going mighty fast through my town. <laughs> I think I'm gonna pull it over. I'm gonna somehow give it- I don't somehow I don't think in England that was quite his accent, but I hear you. <laughs> Jolly all, I think I'm going to run him down now. He he's going just a bit fast, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you- <laughs> so, and- oh, sir, uh, sir, sir, yeah, you're going eight miles an hour. That's Five miles over the speed limit. Right. I'm giving you a ticket here. Yeah. Ticket. That'll be four pounds thirty whatever pence or whatever it is. I don't know what it is in British money or something. So that's hilarious and funny and weirdly British and all of that. So how does that even? I. So what you're saying is January twenty eighth, my birthday, um, uh, uh, eighteen whatever ninety seven, first speeding ticket ever. Wow. Yep. And 1896. 1896. First speeding ticket ever. Yep. That's kind of crazy that they would think to have a speeding ticket. I, 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 inquiring minds want to know. Well, okay. This inquiring mind wants to know how you could have a speeding ticket when there were no cars. Somebody well, must obviously have. Obviously, was because he was driving his horse's carriage. It didn't say how many horseless carriages were on the roads back then. Oh, I see. I was thinking it was like the first or something, the first in town or something like that. Okay, so it I could have been. I didn't quite hear the whole story there. It, it could have been the first in town. It could have been right. the hundredth in town. I do not right. know. Right. So, so, so. Anyway, it's still a hilarious story. Eight miles an hour. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, my yeah, golf I'm, cart I'm, goes thirteen mile an hour. I know, right? I'm. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I could ride my bike at eight miles an hour. In fact, well, I'm that's almost, why I got caught on a bike. That's what. The cop pulled him over on a bike. I'm a, well, I'm sure the young man was in much better shape than this old geezer here. But even I think I could ride eight miles an hour, at least in a short burst, to catch up with a quote-unquote horseless carriage to give him a speeding ticket. Then, And what do you do? I mean, it's like, no way, copper! And I speed away at nine miles an hour? <laughs> <laughs> or else, Come and get me. you know who I am? <laughs> I'm Lord Lewis. Do you That's know right. who I am? That's right. That's right. Come on. You know, throw a little throw a little muscle around here. Come on. All right. That's funny. That's hilarious. All right. We're about halfway through. I'm going to go refill this coffee and let the lawnmower pass by. Hold on to your seats at whatever at whatever speed you're traveling cuz we will be right back.
Welcome back. I'm Bill Stevens. That's BJ Odom. This is BJ and Bill, the podcast. As we mentioned early on, we would just, we would just be pleased as punch. If you would like to stop by wherever you, uh, you know, get your podcasts and leave us a nice juicy review, uh, Apple podcast, Spotify, wherever you go, just feel free to stop on by and leave a good review. Uh, five star, four star, five star, five star review of this podcast. And if you'd like to get in touch, uh, jump onto our Facebook page, just do a quick search for BJ and Bill podcast on Facebook. Lots of people do it. I see all kinds of stuff going on there and I like to jump in and add my own smiley face to occasional comments now and then. So there you go. So awesome. Oh yeah. Speaking of that Facebook page and everything, the Facebook ads and the Google ads and the ones that uh, Jesse Stein are producing. Boy, mm-hmm. he's getting good at those things. Yes. He's been churning out about one a week. Our little promos, our little. Yes. They are the last one. I forget which one it was, but yeah, I see them on, I see them on Instagram. I see them everywhere. So yeah, I'm always, they're funny. He does a great job. Every week I'll listen to the show and dig out a little, you know, 60 second clip, like, like our last story about, you know, a eight mile an hour speeding ticket. That's definitely going to Jesse <laughs> this week. So we'll, we'll see what he does with that. So anyway, awesome. All good stuff. All right. Six foods that never expire. You want to guess what they might be? McDonald's French fries. It's not on the list, but you're probably right. <laughs> foods that never expire. Um, Salt. It's not really a food, is it? Well, it's on the list. So It's on the list. Okay. Because it's a rock. It's just, it's salt will be salt in a thousand years. It'll still be salt. So what else? Um, Honey. What? Honey. Never. I thought that went bad after a while. I'm that's a darn good question. But I remember reading that, that it's like it doesn't. It's it's like if it's kept in a jar, in a sealed jar. Yes, that that you can keep it for a long, long. I didn't know forever, but, you know, hey, whatever. Those Egyptians had it figured all out. Anyway. All right. I thought it grew fungus after a while. Well, no, I mean, no wonder this is never goes bad. It's another thing like salt, sugar, sugar. Unless the ants get in it, then it's kind of bad. Well, we're. I think on all of these things, we're assuming that you're not like leaving it out on the back porch where the critters can find it. I think we're assuming that it's sealed up in a jar somewhere, like you know, in a pyramid somewhere. <laughs> the Egyptians needed to leave some honey for the afterlife. So, okay, so two. Two crystals, salt, sugar, honey, good. This is kind of like a crystal, but it's grown. White rice. White rice is not a crystal. It's a grain, but I hear you. White <laughs> rice will last forever? Now, see, now I'm now you got me thinking about it. Really? Now, I to tell you, though, I have had a, 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 a container, a Tupperware full of uncooked white rice in my pantry since I moved in. So it's been two years in this apartment so yeah i've 
<laughs> that's scary. Now you're going to make me go check on it. See if it's got you know, stuff going on it. Yeah, it'll fix a wet. It'll fix a wet cell phone. So it's got to be you know some magical. That's it. <laughs> it absorbs the water. Yes. All right. What's next? Finally, vinegar. Which I, I believe think that. that's a food either. Not really, but I mean, you wouldn't want to make a habit out of eating it or anything like that. But it, yeah, vinegar. Ugh. So. But yeah, I imagine it's another one of those things that chemically or whatever it would last forever. Yeah. One last time I'm going to ask. You didn't hear my lawnmower. You're not hearing my lawnmower guy. No. Okay, good. Good, good, good. All right, because it's pretty noisy outside right now. Thank you, Mike. These microphones that we use are really good. I think it just. I hope so, boy. You're basically just kind of 2020. I think they are what they call. I don't want to get technical here on the podcast, but I think they're very, very directional. I hear you. I'm, I'm speaking into mine very, very all right. So, all right. I hope the wife is not listening. I, I hope she's busy doing something. Oh, boy. Housework, housework is good for your health. Well, I would think you'd want to share that with your spouse. If you, why would you keep that from them? Yeah, I want her to is, be healthy. What? I want her to be healthy. I That's what I'm saying. Now, she might turn that around and say, honey, housework is good for your health. <laughs> Actually, I know, that's what I don't want I, her I to think hear. a lot of I think a lot of partners. I think a lot of spouses might turn to their partner at this point and say, yeah, if you know what's good for you, uh, you'll mop the floor because that's good for your health. So I don't, you know. Yeah, no kidding. Postal on you here. Yeah. So I get it. No, I get it. A study out of the UK says that uh, if you clean your house vigorously. Vigorous. See, that'd be hard for me to do it vigorously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for 20 minutes, just like exercise, I guess, just for 20 minutes, nonstop, once a week, your anxiety, stress, or depression may improve. There's only oh, a couple may of things. May improve. Why, why risk it? There's only a couple of <laughs> things I do vigorously at this point in my life. Housework is not one of them. But I hear you, I guess, if yes, if you want to like, you know, I've seen those videos on like TikTok or whatever, you know, dance while you sweep or mop kind of a thing. Sure, I get it. You could get a little work out there. Sure, sure. I can think of lots better ways that I'd like to be vigorous with something. <laughs> I figure when it comes to housework, probably the most exercise you would get maybe is you vacuumed or you mop because you're, yeah, you're moving your arms back and forth. You're working those shoulders back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I get it. I vacuum my I vacuum my teeny tiny little apartment every every week or so or on an as needed basis, which is a little more than every week. But so but I don't think I'm getting a really big time workout from it. I just it doesn't eh, not so much. No, I'm not. It's not it's not where I, it's not my go to exercise. Let's put it that way. It's not my go to exercise. So. Yeah, housework is not my go to exercise either. I don't. Yeah, I can't imagine it really being anybody's go to exercise. But if you're going to do it. Okay, at least do it. Enjoy now, I will it. tell you this, because, you know, a lot of people, you know, go to the old smart watches and go, how many steps did I get today? Right. I get, because the most, our dirty laundry is uh, there in the bathroom, the master bathroom. <laughs> Wait a minute. And it, are you going to, are you going to preach to us about steps around the house? And, and it, it's in the back of the house. Oh, and I do a lot. I do most of the laundry. I really do. Oh, the laundry boy. is my job in this house. Okay. So I have to get the laundry. Got to pick it up. So that's bending down. <laughs> then I got to stand up with it, standing up. Then I got to, you know, 
depending on how heavy it is, I have to carry it. I'm weightlifting. And then I take it all the way back to the washer, throw it in the washing machine, have to do some wrist action because I have to turn the knob to whatever setting I need. I'm, I'm starting to, I'm starting to sweat already. Go ahead. Then I close the lid, push the button. I've done a workout right there. <laughs> and that's even before it's done. And you've got to reverse the whole process and fish it out. And, and you gotta, oh my God, wait, do you go so far as to fold? Yes. Oh my gosh. You are, why aren't you, why don't you look like Schwarzenegger? I mean, come on. You are I should, shouldn't work, I? You are getting a workout. But I'll tell you, when I do laundry, I get about an extra thousand steps in just from doing laundry. That's funny. That's awesome. <laughs> so I work out hard once a week, baby. Once, just once a week. Okay, good. Don't, don't, don't overdo it, BJ. Don't, you know, that's a brand new heart in there. We got to take care of things here. Don't oh. overdo it with the laundry. What was, what's that thing called that, you know, back in the old days, they would wash their clothes and rub it against that metal thing. That a had washboard. Little bumps. A washboard. What? Washboard. Look at my washboard abs, baby. <laughs> So, uh, see, they didn't call it washboard abs for nothing, did they? If you do enough laundry, not only do you get the laundry washed, you get washboard abs. But I'm bumped. Thanks, folks. Be here all week. It's uh, awesome. That's terrific. Oh, man. You're, this is what old guys do. We talk, you know, we figure out ways to get exercise and doing the laundry is yours. Okay, good for you. I'm happy for you. So yesterday... I'm at a, a party. Uh -huh. I, wow. You know Tom Drake. I know Tom Drake. Oh, yes. Very He's cool. the guy that does Tom Drake's cruise and travel news on the podcast playground. Of course, you can get it anywhere you get this podcast. Yes. Look for Tom Drake's cruise and travel news podcast. We would encourage you to look it up and subscribe. Where we do ours once a week. He does his five days a week, Monday through Friday. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But he turned, I don't know if you'd want me to say this on our podcast. He turned, well, actually, earlier this month, he turned 70. Hmm. 70. And his buddy, Paul, who's from the UK, had a UK story earlier this morning. Right. His birthday is also in September. And so is my wife. So she even got on the cake. We went to a party yesterday, and my wife's name even got on the cake. Very nice. Very nice. And of course, you know, there was a lot of cruise ship entertainers that were at the party. Okay. So karaoke was the big event of the night. Of course, the food was fantastic. I thought I was on a cruise ship with the where spread they had. Where was this party? Uh, in uh, Kissimmee at his okay. house. Okay. And um, so first of all, they had order. Well, you know, hors snacks, little hors d'oeuvres, snacks, meats and if it's cheeses. A, if it's a fancy party, they're hors d'oeuvres. If it's not, it's a bowl of chips. But yeah. Oh, it was, no, it was more than, it, it was a, okay, it was hors d'oeuvres. Okay, good. And open bar. Ooh. And uh, it was like being on a cruise ship. It really was, except I was on the land. Very nice. You know, and they had a, a fantastic spread. I think the best mashed potatoes I have ever eaten in my entire life. I don't go for a fancy spread and then do mashed potatoes, but okay. Okay. Well, you got your meat, you got your potatoes. You sure. Got, they had pasta, they had chicken, nice. they had um nice uh, prime rib. 
Oh, now you're talking my language. It, it was a party, baby. Okay. So anyway, you went to this party, all the goodies. And, and everybody sang karaoke. And it was all, I mean, all, there was an L, guy who did Elvis, a guy who did um, Neil Diamond, a guy who did Frank Sinatra. Sinatra a is, guy yeah. who was just an all-around singer-dancer who was a dancer on the cruise ships who also actually at one time worked at Disney wow. here in town and was in wow. the Lion King show. If you've ever been that? I saw that. I've seen yeah, that he, show. He, he, was one of, he was a player in that. So, really fun but, guy. All right, so so stop right there. You you haven't told us what you sang for the karaoke night. Um, I sang tequila. No, you didn't. Da -da 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 tequila. That's all you did. One word. You did one yeah. word. Yeah. Oh man. No, so they were funny. they were all egging me on to sing. Right. And I said only if you have tequila in the library. Did they? They said they did, and I said no. That's okay. <laughs> I said, these, I said, you have way too many talented singers here. Yes. For me to ruin the evening. Right. Right. I am awful, but if I but when pressed, Sinatra is my go-to karaoke. If if pressed. And that's only now. However, I will say this, and I don't if you were in Fort Myers during BJ and Bill Times, you might remember this story that BJ uh that Bill, Bill Stevens, has appeared and sang on stage at the Barbara B man in front of a packed house. One like BJ, one word, one <laughs> word. Remember when we used to have the, the ladies, sweet Adelines, right? the sweet Adeline groups, right? Yes. You, you probably remember this story. I'll tell it anyway. Um, <laughs> well, I, if other people don't remember it, the sweet Adelines would come on and they were terrific. They were like the, you know, a ladies acapella singing group. They were, Oh my God, we loved having them on. They were so good. And so, they were doing their show at the Barbara B one night with a whole bunch. I mean, it was a competition or something. And they were doing uh, Mr. Sandman, send me a dream. And yours truly in a suit and a like 1940s style hat stood in the sidelight, stood off stage. And when they got to that part of Mr. Sandman, send me a dream or whatever, Mr. Sandman. And it goes, yes. I stepped out in front of a microphone, one spotlight went, yes, turned around and walked off stage. <laughs> one word, one word, one song, packed house, Barbara B. Man. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Well, it's now, I want to know why during the rest of the song, you weren't there like the Supremes right. or, you know, the Temptations. Yeah. Love. Yeah. Yeah. In the background. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you should have been class. dancing if you're a because microphone. Because yours truly has zero rhythm and zero singing ability and zero whatever. That's just, you know, it would have been embarrassing. And yeah, no, I wanted to, it's their show. I just was happy to contribute one word. So there you go. So there's my performance story. So anyway, yeah. So good for you. Big party. And uh, wow. 70 years. Old. Well, you and I are both staring 70 right in the face anyway. So yeah. it's not like we got a long way to go here. So yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable how time flies, whether you're having fun or not. Ah. And of course, the guy from, you know, you know, from Paul from uh, down under, I guess it's not down under, but across the pond, I should say. Across the pond. I, I, we should have had him on this morning. And when we did the story, you know, about the UK and the speeding guy, but he had a lot of cool because we sat at his table. Mm -hmm. And so he told a lot of cool, 
you know, stories of being on cruise ships. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That, that's a, that's another one of those lives like being like manager bill. We were talking about earlier, you know, 25 years working in a diner. I mean, it just doesn't sound real. I know it hats off to manager bill. Oh my God. He was the best and still is. I'm sure. But it just doesn't sound very glamorous. Now, cruise ship sounds a little more glamorous, but I'm sure he, I'm sure it gets old after a while too. But I don't know, maybe not. Uh, these guys have been doing it for a lot of years. Uh, Tom's is been Tom, doing it for over thirty years now. I was going to say, is Tom still doing it? Yep. Wow. No. Well, still doing it. Okay. Oh, uh, oh, what? Oh, I had something I wanted to uh -oh. tell you. Oh man! And then all of a sudden, it just. Flew popped out the out window like a little bird. Uh, popped in and out of his brain. That's what, and speaking of 70 years old. Now, see, now, oh, that's what I was going to tell you. Speaking of, you know, old age crowds and everything. Oh, crowds. Uh, a friend of mine did a karaoke show. Right. And, and, you know, he would do it all. You know, he also did Elvis. He was an Elvis impersonator. And and he would, and when he wasn't doing Elvis, he would go around doing these karaoke shows. That's when I lived in Lakeland. Okay. So he invited me to a bar one night, you know. And somebody invites me to a bar. I'm not going to turn them down because there'll be drinks there at the bar. And so, um, <laughs> so well, yeah, that's what they do. So I went to one of his karaoke nights. He go, come on, you got to go up. You got to go up. And because, you know, I'm from, no, I'm not going to go on. You got to go up. You got to go up. So if I said, only if you have tequila, because I don't have it in karaoke, but I got the song. I said, that'll work because I only got to sing one word. So he sang and I did the little Pee Wee Herman dance, you know, and I brought the house down. Let me just say that. Awesome. That night I brought the house down, but I was thinking I'm not going to do that in front of all these cruise ship no, people. No, no, no. little golf applause there. Augusta National. Yeah. Nice job, PJ. Nice job. That's good. Yeah. So, you know, as we get older, you start to care less about what other people think. It's okay. You want to get up and sing karaoke when you're, you know, whatever. Go for it. <laughs> That to me is one of the benefits of getting older is you just don't care anymore. You just don't care what other people think so much. You don't care about, am I going to make a fool out of myself? Who cares? I'm, I've been there, done that. It's fine. It's not like, you know, I got to worry about it. What do I care? So. I never worried about it before. Why start now? <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. That's you and I probably so. A lot of other people, maybe they did worry about what other people would think. That's, a, that's another story for another day and another podcast. So that's fine. That's fine. So. What this story is all about one I one more give us, give I, us got, one more good the, one like this is this is old that's why I'm, you know i had this paper on my desk here and it, it's it's an old story but it just got my attention because i i read the headline okay. fat o'clock fat o'clock yeah what time is it it's fat o'clock fat o'clock is the time when we ditch our diets and start eating comfort food and according oh. to research, that is 7 p.m. on a Sunday night. I totally believe that. I totally believe that because if it's me, in my mind, I've been I, I I'm thinking to myself, this is how Bill's fat brain works. I've been good all week. I've been on my diet. I've drank so much water, I've peed every hour on the hour. I've been good all week. I deserve that ice cream. I deserve that pizza. And then you, you know, you have that and then you blow it. It's like, <laughs> it's like oh, well, there was, there was a week's worth of dieting down the tubes, but I enjoyed it. I get it. Fat o'clock. I, I should put that on a 
bumper sticker on my wall somewhere to remind me, no, Bill, be good, be good. And then if you're like me, it's fat o'clock somewhere. <laughs> to quote Jimmy Buffett, it's fat o'clock somewhere all the time. Yes, I know. <laughs> I love that. That's good. What is your comfort food, BJ Odom, if you... If you had to, not, not, not if you had to, I mean, you know, just favorite. I, I, I really don't know what my comfort food is. I'm not mm. a chocolate lover. I will say that I'm not into okay. candy, so it's not really candy. Yeah. I would, I don't know if I'd even call chocolate a comfort food. I was thinking more like meatloaf, yeah, like mom's meatloaf. You know, I would say like chocolate is a good choice. I would say probably then my comfort food is a burger, a good burger. Okay. I I wouldn't argue with that. I wouldn't argue with that at all. I think that's a good choice. Now what I really yeah. enjoy, but it's not, it's not seasonal all year round, which makes me angry because you can still get it almost all year round. But a lot of times if it's not in season, it, it tastes like crap, but I love watermelon. I can eat watermelon every day of the week. I'm, this is me raising my hand saying absolutely positively. And you're right, not in season all the time. Again, comfort food. I think, I think, folks, if you have an argument with that, we'd love to hear from you. Stop by the Facebook page and, you know, BJ and Bill Podcast Facebook page and let us know your comfort foods because things like chocolate, I mean, I get it. Comfort food, eh, okay. Watermelon, eh, I, I don't, I kind of think that's something that requires, and I might just, this might just be my opinion, something that requires some actual cooking, some effort, some putting it together. some like, you know, really it takes work to do it. That's why I said meatloaf, mom's meatloaf or mom's, you know, chili or something well, on a cold. Yeah. Like, like a lot of restaurants will know. say we serve comfort food and it's kind of sure. like home cooking. Sure. That's what you, when you think of yes. comfort food, you think of home cooking, like fried chicken even. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, and because I was going to say when, you know, we were talking about it, I was going to say like pizza, but that's, I make a phone call, this shows up at the door. I don't know if that's comfort food or not. Yeah, because it's real comfort because you don't even have to, you know, go make it. You just call. I just, there it is. Here you go. Here you go, Bill. Have your pizza. Thank you very much. So, yeah, I get it. I do. I get it. But, yeah, I don't know if it counts as comfort food or not. You let yeah. us know, folks. Go over to the Facebook page. You let us know what, what you think. So that's all good. Well, this will come out on Wednesday. Hopefully, I re remind me on Wednesday to, or you yourself, put that up as a question on Wednesday. On on the Facebook page? I will. Yeah. Yeah. yeah note to self. Favorite comfort food on, on things. So there you go. I love it. Awesome. Awesome. What else? That's Well, we're coming out of the end of the hour here. What are you, do what are you doing this week? Um... It's not what I'm doing. It's what my wife is doing. Tell and, us more. Well, it's going to take a little man to, to help her do this. Someone's going to um, put a camera up her behind. Oh, God. <laughs> and, I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> and they're going to crawl up the crevices, oh, taking sorry. snapshots I'm on their so way through. I'm sorry I asked. And then they're going to come out with a camera and they're going to hand it to the doctor and go, this is what I saw. <laughs> I, and she's okay with you sharing this information. Well, she well, is now because here it is. And the only thing that really has her upset about the whole situation. Yes. 
is the diet they put her on starting Wednesday. Well, actually, starting today. Actually, right. starting today, she can't have any peanuts. And, she and then by Wednesday, she can't hardly have anything. She won't, she won't be eating comfort food after Wednesday. Thursday, comfort food, big time. No, so, Friday when she gets done. Oh, Friday when she gets done. Okay. Friday so they're on a, you're on a special diet. I'm guessing they want to kind of clean things out in there so that they have a better view of what's going on. And she's getting viewed from the bottom and the top. Hopefully not the same camera. <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's what my cousin said. <laughs> he told her, you know they use the same camera. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure they start at the top. So, all right, I, all right, all jokes aside, what this is for what? This is to check for... She's now you want to get into the specifics. No, I don't want to get into the if it's gory details, I do not want to get into them. I mean, is this like a regular colon cancer screening or something like that? Or kind uh, of, and then also she has, you know, some issues. Some history. Okay, that's fine. Oh, we no, don't some wanna, issues. Issues. All right. We don't want to get into all like the it's gory, time. Gory. When it's time, it's time. And then your girlfriend probably knows a lot about this because she probably knows a lot about explosions. <laughs> I am folks at home, folks listening to this podcast. I want you to know right now that Bill Stevens is so sorry. He brought this up and has put you through this experience today, but I appreciate you for hanging in there with me and <laughs> having to listen to this story just like you and me and the rest of us as BJ recounts this story and he'll probably get killed by his, by his partner for sharing all of this information. So, you know, <laughs> so there may not be a, be a podcast. There may week. not be an episode 60 who knows. So we don't know. All right. Well, best wishes to her and good luck with that. And so you get to play nurse for a few days, I assume to take care yes, of. Yes. And, and I was supposed to have one the following Wednesday. Oh my God. But guess what? I don't know what it got axed. Okay. Because you know, if you have any polyps or whatever, they yes. remove the polyps. Yes. Which could cause bleeding. And, and they don't want you on blood thinners. And they, and you can't be doing that. Well, I got my stent less than six months ago. Okay. And they want the stent and the blood thinners do all have been. So I get a free pass for another three months. <laughs> You are you you are like one of those you are like one of those race cars at one of those county fairs. What do they call it? Figure eight racing where it's all crash and burn in there. You're like one of those race cars that are like crumpled and broken and held together with duct tape, but boy, you're still out there racing around the track, BJ. I I appreciate that. I respect that. Nothing but respect from me and the rest of the listening audience that you are still holding it together after all these years. Hats off to Tampa General Hospital and your crew of and your pit oh, crew. One quick thing, and I had this on my personal BJ Odom Facebook page. I don't know if you read it or not. We've been talking about you know this guy you know in Canada who said he oh the heart was the, the heart transplant guy. Yes, how long had he had his heart? Yes. Well, it's uh, when I saw it, it was like thirty five years, I think. But I. I, I found a story. I posted it on my Facebook page this past week. Well, okay. last week, which would have been, you know, last week. Right. 40 years is the record. A heart transplant. Wow. So 
We need. I, I'm going to re- thank you for the reminder. I'm going to reach out to that guy. When is your transplant anniversary? I forget. It'll be uh, March 9th. Oh, March. Okay, so and it'll be I twenty was just years. Thinking if there was, if it was like a, if it was like a, an anniversary date coming up or something. But I'd like to get this guy on because I reached out to him and he was he was good to go with it. He was like, yeah, sure, I'd be happy to be on your, you know, spread the word a little bit. So I will reach out to him again. We have a whole list of people that we have reached out to, and I can't believe these people don't see the crazy opportunity of being on the uh, BJ and Bill podcast. I, you know, Peter Noon, we're still trying to reach out to him. This I guy, have his manager's number. I'm going to call him manager this week. Awesome. Awesome. We'll we'll make all this happen. All right. That's great. <laughs> well, I hope your week is as happy and healthy as it will be in the Odom household. <laughs> I'm not sure where that came from, but just have a great week, everybody. Anything, any last minute thoughts there, Mr. Odom? Nope. I'm just uh, thankful to be alive still at this time. The wife hasn't come in yet and bought me in the head. All good. So before that happens, let's get out of here. All right, everybody. Have a great week. We'll talk to you again next week. Spread the good word about the BJ and Bill podcast. Remember to leave us that review. And until then, it's just up to BJ Odom to say, see ya. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.